Goes off of Amadio, Knights get it, Eichel down the middle alone, slides it into the goal! Jack Eichel! From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Still in the zone, Theodore, one-timer, wide right, rebound, wah, he scores! This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas, Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Wallace Millard, we're out here at the Underground Lounge inside the Oyo Hotel and Casino. Get down here. A pair of tickets to give away to Vegas and Los Angeles for the 19th. You don't want to miss that game. And if you win tickets today, you will be entered into our season-ending drawing for a Vegas Golden Knights jersey. So come on down, say hello to Millard, say hello to me. You can yell at us about whatever it is you want to yell at us about. It's fine. We can handle it, but let's have a conversation. Also, Chris Chapman, how we like to refer to him these days, is live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... Here for the next couple of hours at the Oyo Hotel and Casino uh, on Tropicana. Come on by, have a conversation with us. Uh, give us an idea of uh, what you're thinking about the Vegas Golden Knights. Love to chat with you in person or on the phone at 702-876-1340. But we're in the underground lounge uh, getting ready to talk some VGK hockey and uh, what's going on around the National Hockey League. Uh, we've got some uh, great drink specials uh, today. Bacardi, New Amsterdam, Jim Beam, all for 3 bucks. Bud Buckets, five for $10. Enjoy free parking right here at the Oil Hotel and Casino. And if you come on a game day, you park here, you hang out at the Underground Lounge, have a drink or two, yep. and then you walk across the street and uh, you park for free here and you get to enjoy the VGK uh, game like what's going to happen on Thursday against the Florida Panthers and Saturday up against the Los Angeles Kings. But the lines are open, 702-876-1340. Call now. I'm going to make you a promise today. We will get to everybody, even if we have to stretch it into segment number two. I realize this is a, a challenging time for uh, fans of the Golden Knights uh, to watch the team go 0-4 for the first uh, four games of this five-game road trip. Uh, a lot of uh, adversity, anxiety uh, around. This is what being a professional sports uh, fan is all about, and you, uh, you got to stick through it, and you got to uh, find uh, some, some commonalities and some, some support uh, people in and around. That's what we're here for you today, some support. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's not been an easy week, I think, to be a Vegas Golden Knights fan. We, we all understand that. We all recognize that. Uh, there are some good things that we're going to pull from the games when we get into our game rating in hour number two. But right now, it's all about you. It's all about you dialing that phone, 702-876-1340, and you sounding off mm-hmm. on whatever it is you want to get to today. Stephanie, too, down under Stephen, Mike, and leading us off today, Stephanie, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Good. What what what's your mind at right now? Where are you at? Um, well, <laughs> what is mostly coming to my mind is the trade deadline, but not just mm-hmm. because because it's been floating. Obviously, it's there. It's been set in stone. But I'm most intrigued by the trade deadline now that both Riley Smith and Robin Leonard were put onto IR. 
And, I mean, I, I have no idea at this point what the front office might be thinking or looking at, but I'm in, interested to hear what you guys think that the front office might be looking at either to sell at the deadline, acquire at the deadline. Like, what what might you expect is going to happen? Yeah, well, that's a good question, Stephanie. Appreciate it. Uh, a line open as Stephanie uh, leads us off of the VGK Insider Show from the Oil Hotel and Casino with the Underground Lounge. Uh, the reason that Riley Smith and Robin Leonard are placed on, placed on IR today, injured reserve, likely has less to do with their actual injuries because they, they know that. They were both sent home. They'll be going through the, the rehab process. Uh, but, uh, but they also need roster spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you put them on IR, it clears up a roster spot. Uh, they recall uh, a couple of players today in Braden Hall. Uh, who's Paul called up, and Paul Cotter. So that's that's the likely reason uh, for that. Don't know the intricacies of the injury uh, at all, but it's uh, probably it. I'm guessing uh, that that it's more uh, just making some space uh, to make sure that you've got some some other players uh, that are available. Uh, we. Daniil Miramanov got uh, pucked to the face yesterday. Uh, he came back and played, but uh, that that's what I'm guessing. As for trade deadline, I'm going to say it right now. I don't know what they're looking at because it all depends on who's healthy and what the prognosis of these players are. Mm-hmm. If you're going to get Stone and Pacioretty back, you're not grabbing a forward. Uh, if you're not getting Stone and Pacioretty back, you're probably looking for a forward. Sure. Uh, same with uh, McNabb and uh, Martinez. Martinez yep. or uh, Hutton, we know, is uh, in COVID protocol. Uh, and if Robin Leonard's not going to be available, then you're looking for a goalie. So uh, it's really difficult to tell you with this roster, because this isn't their roster, uh, what they'd be looking at. You'd need to be on the inside more uh knowing what the long-term status is and short-term status is uh, of the nine players that are out of the lineup. Uh, Let's go to Mike. Welcome to the VGK Insider Show. Mike. Well, thank you. Let me pick up where I left off with Ryan last night on the postgame. What's that? I love it. I I love when you you pick up and you keep on going seamless. Doing our best. Mm -hmm. The, uh, The truth is, this is the Vegas Insider Show, so let's think inside the box. Now, last night, we saw a young man, and he is still young, by the name of Patrick Laine, who has been traded over the last couple of years anyway, and could be acquired again, maybe. And you'd have to give up something of value if you're going to get him in a trade. I understand that. Shea Theodore is the guy. He's the defensive player who's not performing at a high level right now, or at as high a level as he will, I think, one day. And if you want to win this year, you're going to have to get that instant offense. Somebody can put the puck in the net and maybe give up a defensive player to a team that desperately needs defense. That's a starting point for a discussion that you could have today on possible trade. There, of course, is always Patrick Kane. If you're going to have two $10 million players on the roster, that's not unprecedented. Ask the Colorado Rockies about that. I'm writing the Colorado Avalanche about that. They they know what that's like. It's not impossible to do that. So there's another one you could discuss if you cared to. I did want to point out that four of the next six games are against the Jets twice, the Kings, and the Predators. Three teams yep. we have to beat yep. and knock off the bubble. Yep. 
And that's very, I mean, to say very important is redundant at this point. One other thing to chew on is that as long as Kelly McCrimmon is in the hot seat, and I don't advocate he's not going to be for a long time to come, and Pete DeBoer, which is fine. Don't, don't entertain a bunch of calls about fire Pete DeBoer. That's just crazy. But at any rate, I mean, there would come a time, of course. The, uh, the, the interview that Gary Lawless just did on NHL Network was eye-opening, of course, if anybody wants to comment on that. But the truth is we will never have a Cole Sellinger, a Cole Sellinger, an 18-year-old kid who scores a hat trick in the first half of a game. We aren't equipped for that, and Kelly McCrimmon and George McPhee will not allow that, in my opinion. Okay, I don't, I don't understand that. I, the reason being is we never let anybody mature and come up. They, they season people more than Julia Child seasoned her food. There's no. never going to be an 18-year-old who scores a hat trick for the Golden Knights, not while we have the current structure no, in place. I, I don't think you want an 18-year-old. If, if things are going according to plan, you have no unless it's a first overall pick, second overall pick, you don't want an 18-year-old in your lineup scoring a hat trick. It, it's just not the way, uh, if you're a Stanley Cup contender, it works, Mike. And the, the Columbus yeah. Blue Jackets are in that situation because they're not a Stanley Cup contender and they're rebuilding. That's the reality. And good on, uh, on, on uh, Cole Sillinger. I mean, he's got as many hat tricks as his dad did. And his dad played over a thousand games, and Cole Sillinger's played fifty-seven. It's awesome. I love it. It's a it's a great story. But just uh, to, to say that Vegas it won't happen with the Vegas Golden Knights because management won't allow it. Uh, that's that's because they're in a different spot, and you want your your eighteen year olds playing major junior, maturing, and then coming up and getting their feet wet, and uh, hopefully playing a, a year in the American Hockey League, and then and then coming in. That that's. The Detroit model, if you want to go back that far, and and that's a model that I truly do uh, believe in. Yeah, and, I, and, I understand. And, and, and the fact it, is that a Nick Cousins or a Peyton Krebs can never appear on a VGK starting lineup for a long period of time because those picks get traded away for veterans, which is okay if they don't get hurt, obviously. Yeah. We just want to win. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, to, to a degree, Mike, uh, you're looking at the drafting and development of, of this franchise and, and looking at the players you bring in because of drafting and developing. Uh, it, it's hard to, to kind of paint with that stroke and say, well, what the Golden Knights really need in this situation is an 18-year-old that can come in and play second-line second, second line minutes and, and, and be a difference maker. That just doesn't happen for teams that go to – the conference final three out of the four years that they've been in existence you you have to be able to draft higher up in the draft for those things to kind of pan out and I would argue that what the Golden Knights were able to do with Eric Brandstrom what they were able to do with Nick Suzuki and bringing the pieces back that they did is is likely a better scenario for where this team is right now in their window Phone line uh, open, 702-876-1340, 702-876-1340, as we go to Down Under Stephen. Welcome to the VGK Insider Show. What's up, bud? Uh, not a lot, to be honest. Um, I'm sorry, Mike. Fire Pete the ball. We don't need such a bum coach. Yeah, five, six, five win percentage. You need to get a guy like John Tortorella in there, someone who can, you know, Really grind the players. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Five, four, eight career win percentage. Um, uh, who else is on this list? Uh, 
Elaine Vigneault. There we go. There's the Wiley. Oh, wait, no, sorry. The, the goalie hates him. Um, uh, Mike Babcock, there we go. 608. Let's, oh, wait, no, sorry. We can't, we can't do that. Why is everyone getting so angry? Fire pizza ball. Do this, do that. Is it because he's not Gerard Gallant? Congratulations, everyone. This isn't year one anymore. Um, year one was great. I wouldn't be here if, if not for year one. But... Peter Bohr is the best coach we have right now, and he's going to be the best coach that is available right now. Um, but I want to give everyone some hope. We, the Vegas Golden Knights will have a win coming up, and I'm going to call it right now. And it's going to be, it's going to be against Los Angeles Rain this week, assuming, of course, that it's not the Vegas Silver Knights that are playing. You uh, you did that very well. Well, well done uh, to be able to uh, hide that and disguise that and uh, deliver it uh, right on cue. Uh, this, yeah, this is not a coaching situation. This is a roster roster situation. This is an injury situation uh, that they're going through. Doesn't mean that just because you're really banged up. You're going to lose every game. No. Uh, they, they, they've been right there for the four games. They should have been able to find a way to get a couple of points out of it. That's the, the, the disappointing part uh, of, of the, this stretch. And now they're uh, up against it, uh, trying to make the playoffs and qualify for the Stanley Cup playoffs. And it's Gary uh, Lawless uh, thinks it's going to take 26 points in the final 21 games. Uh, that's equates to, to 13 wins but uh if you throw some overtime losses in there uh that's that's going to be uh, a tough task and when you go through i went through it and just kind of did the win 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 mm-hmm. i got 12 where like it's 12 guaranteed sure and then you factor in some others and you're gonna you're gonna probably not win all of my 12 so it's i was trying to be conservative and i got 12 they're gonna have to play really well uh down the stretch yeah, I mean, there's there's no kind of denying that at this point, right? Like, we talked about how important this road trip was going to be for the Golden Knights in, in terms of how the rest of the season shapes up. And to this point, the road trip has not gone according to plan. We were talking about seven or eight points yeah. out of the ten. The Golden Knights have zero. So it, it is an uphill battle. It is It is quite the climb in front of the Vegas Golden Knights. But, again, adversity is a good thing. Adversity this late in the season you don't want it, but you at least have an opportunity still in front of you. The Golden Knights are not mathematically eliminated from anything. And as long as there's a chance, as long as they've got that hope, I would expect that this team's going to do everything in their power to find a way to string together some victories. And let us not forget that after starting the year 1-4 and four and off of four consecutive losses, the Golden Knights went out and won eight of their next 12 games. So it's not unprecedented that this team has a run in it or could go on a run. It just needs to happen sooner than later. Gary, Lou, Glenn, stand by. We're going to get to you in a second. Stephanie, number two. You're on the VGK Insider Show from the Oil Hotel and Casino on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Hi, guys. How are y'all doing today? Good. What's happening today? Well, not. I mean, I'm at work right now, so nice. it's that. But, um, you know, I, I aired a lot of my frustrations last night, so I don't. we don't need to rehash all of that. Um, I just had a quick question, because I know everybody is talking about the trade deadlines and everybody's talking about the salary cap and how we need to make room for this, that, and the other thing. Um, my question is how how exactly do the injuries play into that? Like Stone versus being on long term injury versus Smith, who's just on injury reserve. How are those different, and how do they affect the cap and the trade deadline? 
Well, from a long-term injury perspective, uh, you get salary cap relief uh, for uh, Mark Stone's nine and a half million dollars. So you can uh, you can you can use that space if you if you're over the cap or at the cap, uh, you can go over the cap to, to nine point five million dollars, providing Mark Stone uh, is is not healthy and remains out of the lineup. So that gives you uh, they call it the overage uh, factor. If you're on IR which is what uh, Riley Smith and Robin Leonard uh, were placed on uh, today. Uh, that does not give you salary cap relief, so their salaries uh, still count, uh, the uh, $5 million of, of Robin Leonard's, but it does open up a roster position, so you can bring up today, they, they recalled a couple of players in, in Paul Cotter and, and Braden Pahal. So uh, one gives you uh, basically full relief, for the time that they're on long-term injury relief, but that you have to stay on there for 28 days, I, I believe it is, or or, or 10 games. Uh, so there's uh, there's a window uh, that you that you're going to guarantee be out of, without that player. Uh, the other one is more like a week, and it, which is IR, and uh, you don't get salary cap relief, but you do uh, can fill that roster spot. Does that clear it up at all? A little bit, yes. It, it, all of these injuries are very confusing, and I know I'm not the only one who's just over it. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's the well, Stephanie, the, you know, the theme of the season. It's yeah. The the one part about uh, why you would would not place a, a player on injured reserve is that player's gone from your lineup for a week, and that means so if it's a, a sort of a lingering thing, a day to day thing, you don't want to lose that player in case that player turns a corner after four days and uh, and you're not uh, you're not able to play that player for another three days so that's why you don't see ir uh used that often but you can you can go retroactive and and put the yeah. player on ir retroactive to to last thursday and long-term injury relief is great because you get the salary cap uh, uh cushion from it uh, and you can you can spend to uh that player's uh salary uh to going over but you lose the player for 28 days or, or 10 games and that's that's uh, huge. I mean, you got to be really sure that player is not going to be coming back anytime soon if you're going to do that, even if you do need the money. And, and kind of to, to piggyback off of that, when it comes to the trade deadline and when it comes to what the Golden Knights may or may not do at the trade deadline, you have to ensure that whatever you end up adding to this team is not going to be or put you over yeah. if, say, Mark Stone or Alec Martinez were able to get back into the lineup and had to be activated off of LTIR because at that point you would be over the salary cap and, and there'd be uh, a number of different avenues that the Golden Knights would need to explore in order to get themselves compliant. Mm -hmm. Anything else, Stephanie? All right. Uh, thank you to Stephanie uh, for joining us uh, today. Gary, welcome to the VGK Insider Show. Thank you. I want to compliment, first of all, Darren and Ryan, you guys Whatever you're doing with these shows, the insider pre-post game shows, terrific. I've been following hockey, but not as much lately because I don't get the games as I'd like to. Anyway, I want to give you from a different standpoint. Some of the guys we've two questions. Some of the guys we've lost, we thought, oh, but they're great, but they were they've been with other more than one team. Holla, Neil, Eakin, Schmidt, okay. Belmar. A lot of them because they wanted to leave Belmar uh, to Tampa Bay. The other standpoint I wanted to mention is, first of all, me being a longtime hockey fan, I'm not going to get my, – my theory is expect anything, you hope for the best. Yeah. And be ready. 
that this will make you a real hockey fan enduring whatever the outcome is. So hang in there, guys. Last, the nine or ten days that you have to avoid to be considered that should be put on waivers if you go back and forth with Henderson. Anybody close to that, like LeCision or anybody like that, I'll take the rest off the air. Guys, thanks for my time. Uh, thank you. Uh, I didn't quite get the, the first part, other than uh, some players that have played here have gone on to other teams. Eric Hall has had some serious uh, just nagging knee injury, from, from what I can gather. And, uh, and he's subtly bounced around for a couple of teams, but seems to have found a real home mm-hmm. uh, in Boston. I don't know mm-hmm. whether they're going to acquire a second round or a second line center, uh, given what he's been able to do uh, with David Pasternak and uh, Taylor Hall. Yep. But uh, he, he's been great there. Uh, Pierre-Edward Bellamar is just so valuable uh, that you got to teams just have trouble keeping him. And that's, that's what happened to, to Vegas. That's what happened to Colorado. And, uh, and now he's got uh, uh, a, a great spot in, in Tampa Bay. Uh, as far as uh, waivers, no. I mean, uh, the, the, there's, there's nobody that, uh, that right now that, that I can see that, that would – well, first of all, they, they need every player they can get. <laughs> yeah. So, so nobody's going on waivers right now unless they acquired a couple at the trade deadline and had to clear some – some numbers. Yeah, and, and speaking, I think, specifically to, to Gary's question, uh, Jonas Ronbjerg, Jake LeCision, Paul Cotter, Daniel Mirmanov, Braden Pahal, they're all waivers Very exempt good. too, so you don't have to worry about that window of, of can you play them a certain amount of games, a certain number of games. You don't have to worry about that. They can be sent up and down freely without having to go through waivers every single time. Yeah, Mario would be one of those guys that uh, that you would look at, uh, but but they need they need they yeah, need. I mean, you're not putting all them the on players. waivers. No, yeah, no. exactly. That's the thing. Like that's that's what we're talking about here with this Golden Knights team as we are a week out from the trade deadline. Who's going to play? We have no idea. Yeah. What's the health status and, and what are the kind of the updates on when you expect players to be back? We have no idea. So we really don't know what the plan is for what the Golden Knights to acquire, if anything, at the trade deadline. Kelly McCrimmon, Pete DeBoer, and George McPhee would love it if their issue was too many healthy bodies and, and, and too many uh, National Hockey League bodies <laughs> right now, and they had to make decisions on yeah. that. Like, yeah. they, remember a couple of months ago, and we're going to get to uh, Lou, uh, Glenn, and Todd in just a second, but uh, when they acquired Jack Eichel, it was all about who had to go. And Pete and Kelly kept saying, we'll deal with that when we're healthy. Mm-hmm. And there's no guarantee we're, we'll ever be healthy. Well, truer words have never been spoken uh, because I mean, they're, they're not even close. And we're a week out from the National Hockey League trade deadline. And Jack Eichel's been back for 13 games. Uh, Papa Lou, uh, miss you down here, pal. Uh, we've got your, your chair set aside. Your, your table is, uh, is, is empty just in case you ever pop by again. Papa Lou spent a good hour and a half with us a couple of weeks ago. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good, guys. Good to, good to talk to you. I, I will make sure to be there next Monday. We're um, not here next Monday because it's trade deadline. Uh, we, we are here on Friday next week. Just uh, so oh, you know. oh, oh, even better. Yeah. Even better. I'll have I love it, yeah. Canada so we'll stop by to see you. Yeah, you and I will get at her. <laughs> Hey, you know, there's so much talk about, you know, hey, uh, Patrick Line, maybe we can trade for him. You know, Kane might be available to trade for this. This season has been such a mess that I don't think you do anything but kind of stand pat and figure out where you're actually at. I don't think this team is going to miss the playoffs, although this road trip frustrated me a little bit because 
injuries aside, with the exception of Pittsburgh, I really feel like the Knights were the more talented team on the ice um, in each of those other three games so far outside of the Pittsburgh game with the fourth one coming up. So that's a little frustrating. But, you know, people have to – I was having a conversation with my daughter-in-law the other day, and she's like, who's this McCrimmon guy? Where did he come from? Blah, blah, blah. And she's a fan, but she doesn't know much about it. So we had to sit and talk about it. And I explained to her as well that, uh, you know, the team that, that beat the Knights in the Stanley Cup was put together by, you know, mainly by McSee. Folks just don't understand that. I, I think right now the fans are gripping the stick a little bit too hard and need to just uh, maybe pour a glass of wine and sit back and, uh, you know, relax a little bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not really I, – I'm kind of right there with you, Lou, in that these things tend to happen, right? Like there are going to be stretches where you're just not going to find the results, and it's going to happen especially – in a season, late in a season, in which you've been dealing with injuries all year long. From game two until game 61, I don't know that the Golden Knights have had the same lineup for more than three games in a row. I just don't believe... They never had everybody. They, they, they never have had everybody. And so, you know, I, I think everyone is, is still viewing this team through the lens of what we expected them to be at the beginning of the year, and that was a Stanley Cup contender. And I don't know that that's necessarily fair in this setting. Do we expect them to win hockey games? Absolutely. Do we expect them to beat Buffalo or Philadelphia or Columbus with the roster that they were able to put on the ice? Yeah, I think so. But sometimes it just doesn't go your way, and right now the Golden Knights are in a really tough spot in that they're just not confidently putting the puck in the back of the net and they're not finding the results that they need. But I think that you're you're right on in that maybe you just take a step back and you just breathe a little bit because, again, I will point to the beginning of the year. I will point to starting the season one and four and everything looking grim and dire and within three or four weeks, the Golden Knights were at the top of the Pacific Division. Mm-hmm. So if you believed in the coaching staff and you believed in the players then let them work their magic again here we have todd and alfred standing by let's go to glenn we're going to do these uh quickly want to make sure that we get to everybody today uh glenn welcome to the vgk insider show hey guys how you doing good good um i just wanted to get back to you like i i brought up the hitting before and the lack thereof and i do think that you know, we've changed our style of play. I, you guys brought up a lot of good points uh, after I was uh, done, and, and it is more than just the hitting for sure, and there's a lot way. But we used to be able to wear the teams down, and that I once again saw that we're the worst third-period team since I talked to you last time. But I wanted to get back to you on one point that you made after I, about the hitting. You said that at the end of the season, uh, the the management looked at the rosters and they said, well, what can we do to get better? You know, we need to get better. We didn't win the cup or whatever. And then you brought up that they wanted to get more goal scoring out of the fourth line. And then we got five goals more at the time. And I thought, well, maybe what were the other three lines? Like, how are they affected? But the point is, is that, why would they want to change anything about our team? For the past four years, we went to the cup final. We had three conference finals. It's like unbelievably successful thing that we had going. And then, you know, they traded away our best player, Mark andre Fleury. 
who I never felt good about from that time of the thing. And there's a thing that's been said, you know, more than I can't believe it. But every time, you know, Leonard or one of our goalies is in that, you know, the, the announcers say, uh, there's one he would like to have back. There's one he'd like to have back. You know, we never heard that with Flurry. Very rarely. He made the miracle saves. But anyway, why would they want to tra- change a perfect uh, team? I mean, we were so great year after year. And, you know, there, uh, Glenn, uh, because we got yeah. a couple more. Uh, but I will answer this uh, because they got to the third round uh, the last two years and they had trouble scoring and they were trying to fix what the one thing that jumped up and got them in the third round and prevented an appearance in the Stanley Cup final. They wanted more goals. Uh, that's why they made that uh, change. Todd, you're on the VGK Insider Show in Fox Sports Las Vegas. What's up, Darren? I'm doing good, buddy. Uh, just uh, letting everybody vent. Uh, I had my hour of counseling today with Gary Lawless on nighttime at noon. I, I, he, he got me through it. He was my bartender, so I'm feeling like I'm in a good spot trying to pay it forward right now with all our VGK fans. Right on. Well, I'm not calling the bash, but I, you know, I, I knew we were in a in a bad way. And yesterday, when I was coming home from breakfast with my wife, I happened to have on Fox Sports Radio, and Chapman said it best. He he doesn't sugarcoat things, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm very proud of him for that. So, and I know you believe in ghosts, right, Darren? Yeah, I believe I believe in spirits, man. Mostly, guess most, what? mostly Bacardi we, and Jim Beam. But we, <laughs> we got the biggest spirit floating over T-Mobile in the whole team, and it's the ghost of Mark Andre Fleury, buddy. Mm. I was thinking that's what, that's Elvis. that's what our curse is this year. Yeah, trading I, away the fra- face of the franchise for nothing. Leonard always hurt. Yeah, the problem is, problem you know? with that is, uh, is Mark still with us? And thankfully. Uh, for that, uh, well, and, I know and, that, but you know what I mean. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going down that path. Darren, this has got nothing to do with the Mark Andre Fleury, uh, whether he's here or not here. This has to do more with nine regulars out of the lineup, and yeah, uh, and that's and, a big part of it too. And that I know is, that's, that's sugarcoating it, but, part, but I'm you know? throwing some sugar at you, hoping your teeth will rot, and you, uh, you'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll get a little bit of a sugar rush. <laughs> It's all good, Darren. I'll talk to you soon. You bet. Thanks, Todd. Uh, Alfred, how, you doing? how are you? Good. I'm, I'm good. How are you? We're doing good, buddy. You're the, you're the last caller of the day. We're getting through everybody. Had to go a little rapid fire, but uh, finish it up strong, Alfred. Well, I mean, I just feel like with the, with the roster they, they uh, have on the ice right now, I mean, they should be beating these teams, these, these lower-tier teams. And, I mean, you even look at the Senators. I mean, they needed a buzzer beater to yep. beat Ottawa. And, and I just feel like with this roster, they shouldn't be scoring just one goal against Buffalo, one goal against Philly. I mean, that's the reason why you went and got goal scores this offseason. And, and the power play is, is producing <laughs> next to nothing. And then you look at Columbus yesterday. Columbus basically killed off all their power plays. I yep. mean, you got lucky with one of them, but... It's just the lack of scoring, lack of defense. I mean, lack of goalies. You you have Thompson in there and, and Brossois. You don't you don't have a starter. I mean, there's no answer at goalie right now. Your defense is banged up. Offense is banged up. And and Eichel really hasn't produced the way that we have expected him to. And and coming off the surgery, that you know that's fine. But 
you know, he should be making his teammates better. And with the way they're losing right now and them being 4-8-1 or 4-9-1 with him on the ice is not a good look. And your top two lines are some of the best lines in the NHL. And even your third and your fourth line are still productive. So I, you know, they, they got to stop the bleeding right away. And, and this team is, is on the benchmark of not making the playoffs. And, and it, I don't know if they ever will. With, with this roster, and, and they can't even beat some of the worst teams in the league. And, and you know, you, you got lucky with Ottawa, but after that, I mean, you've lost to Arizona, you lost to Buffalo, you lost to Philly, Columbus. I mean, there's no reason why you should be losing these games. I mean, they, they, there's a sense of urgency right now. Everybody's trying to make the playoffs, get as many points as they can, and you're, you're fading at the wrong time. Alfred, how'd that feel? Like, to get that off your chest. Just, I mean, I've been wanting vent, to say Just it. Vent, a, <laughs> vent a little bit. That, that's, that's what today is all about. We just vent. We get it off our chest, and then we feel yeah. better. Hey, what, what's the best part of the National Hockey League season? The best part of the National Hockey League season is you never know. I mean, you just you never know who's going to get hot at the right time. I mean, the playoffs look at are last, the best time. You know, look at last year, Montreal got hot yeah, in the, the playoffs. The, the playoffs are just, the best time. What, we're, what we've got here. It takes four rounds to win the National Hockey League uh, yeah. Championship, the Stanley Cup. Alfred, what we've got here, 21 games left. You've got three best-of-seven series. We get, a, like, an extra three series here. Yeah. So it's like bonus time. We're, we're, we're lumping it. Not the way you write it up. Not the way you write it up, Alfred. But, uh, but we got a little, little bonus time. Alfred, thanks for the call. I uh, really appreciate it. Stephanie, Mike, down under Steven. Stephanie, too. Gary, Lou, Glenn, Todd, Alfred, this has been uh, a great half hour on the VGK Insider Show from Oil Hotel and Casino. Now we take a deep breath and we come back uh, with a little bit of uh, recap conversation from what's happened since we last chatted with you on the VGK Insider Show. Uh, Some league news, big trade uh, happening uh, earlier this afternoon involving the Colorado Avalanche and our play of the day. That's coming up in hour number two game rating, and the one-timer segment. News and notes from around the National Hockey League. It's the VGK Insider Show from Oyo Hotel and Casino and the Underground Lounge on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Come and hang out with us. We're at the Oil Hotel and Casino over at the Underground Lounge just off Tropicana Boulevard here for the next hour and a half uh, as we broadcast live in the VGK Insider Show. Drink specials. How about $3 Bacardi, New Amsterdam, Jim Beam, Bud Buckets, 5 for 10 bucks, And then uh, you get to hang out with us, listen to the little VGK Insider Show, and grab a little Pink Whitney swag and enter to uh, win tickets to see the Los Angeles Kings and the Vegas Golden Knights uh, battle on Saturday. And if you win those tickets, you'll go into a draw uh, for a Vegas Golden Knights gold jersey uh, at the end of the year. So a whole bunch of reasons to come and hang out with us at the Oyo Hotel and Casino and the uh, Underground Lounge in Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, I thought there'd be more venomous conversation today yeah. uh, it was somewhat productive uh, definitely therapeutic mm-hmm. uh, one thing I want to 
make sure that we get across. Like, nobody's happy that they're 0-4. No. E- even with this roster, you expected a couple of wins out of the Philadelphias, the Buffaloes, uh, the Columbus. Uh, Pittsburgh, I'll give you. But you, you find a way to win a couple of, of those games. Gives you gives you four points. Maybe you don't need 26. Mm-hmm. Maybe 21. Makes your path so much easier. Uh, the uh, You know, on the treadmill, you, you up the incline. Uh, that's what the, that's what's just happened. They've upped the incline uh, on that thing uh, going into the game against the Winnipeg Jets tomorrow night. And, and tomorrow is the most desperate opponent that they faced on the five games mm-hmm. because Philly was out of it. Buffalo was out of it. Pittsburgh's going to make the playoffs. Uh, Columbus is out of it. Winnipeg still thinks they have a chance, and there's nothing that they would like more than to uh, to knock down the, the, the Golden Knights. So uh, it's it's not where... I expected them to be. It's not where you wanted them to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, two and two at this stage was kind of a minimum, even with the roster spot. And they were in all all four games. One goal in the third period. One goal game in the third period or yep. tied. Yep. And you didn't get even even that loser point out of it uh, with an overtime or shootout loss. So uh, the, this, this has certainly not been the road trip that any of us anticipated no it, it was it was certainly built and and kind of had the potential to be the road trip that pushed the golden knights into a comfortable spot in the pacific division and you know with with two or three wins to this point you're you're talking about that and you know as kind of your point on winnipeg yeah they're going to be the most desperate team that the golden knights play on this road trip Outside of maybe Buffalo, and Buffalo wasn't desperate for the points. They were desperate for the the big-time feel of that game and wanting to beat Jack Eichel in his return to Buffalo. But outside of that, you're right, the Winnipeg Jets, they're going to be wanting these two points. And I think the, the silver lining is the Jets seem to be a team that at times can't get out of their own way. So maybe mm. that's good for the Golden Knights going into this one. I don't expect it to look pretty. I don't expect it to be... Um, you know, a, a game where the Golden Knights, everything's suddenly going to f- kind of fall into place. But I do think that desperation will be on display, and you're just going to have to make less mistakes than the Winnipeg Jets tomorrow night. They scored goals yesterday, but I thought it was like the f- fourth out of the four games as far as quality of game. Yeah, I, I, I know. I know they, not, they found the wrong. Net. No, you're not wrong. I mean, it, it was it was loose defensively. Yeah, right. Like. There were chances all up and down the ice. I think the Columbus Blue Jackets had seven high-danger chances, multiple three-on-twos, two-on-ones. Everything was wide open. And if that's what it took to kind of get four goals, if that's what it took to to maybe give you a little bit of confidence putting the puck in the back of the net, that's fine. But there were also moments within that game where the Golden Knights had a 2-1 lead and could have tried to tighten things up. They didn't do it. It continued and remained to be a wide-open game, and then they got behind Right? Like they got behind because they just were not as detail-oriented in the defensive zone as they needed to be for a team that was looking for their first win on a road trip. We're going to get into uh, the game rating in hour number two. Want to really uh, talk about what the players said, not just after the game yesterday, but during the game yesterday. On the television broadcast, we heard from Keegan Colasar and Jonathan Marcheseau. That string of comments from player to player than post-game players was really telling to me and something that I grabbed onto during the course of the game and gives me a real reason for optimism. Didn't win the game, but I heard something 
that I loved yesterday. And it wasn't just one player. The one player did have the most colorful comment uh, and quote, <laughs> which I maintain has to be made into a T-shirt at some point. Uh, let's see if they go on a run, Darren. Let, let's go. Uh, this will be uh, the, the, the comments by Chandler will be the uh, <laughs> Jim Matheson, Leon Dreisaitl exchange T-shirt that the Edmonton Oilers have. Uh, so that, that, that's my hope. Uh, if, if, if you're looking for reasons for the Golden Knights to, to qualify for the Stanley Cup playoffs and go for a run, that, that's right there. It's, it's a small one but it'd be a fun one. Uh, but I heard a lot of really cool things, and I'll explain and paraphrase uh, some of that uh, as we continue. We are at the Oil Hotel and Casino, the Underground Lounge, uh, drink specials. We've got $3 uh, Bacardi, New Amsterdam, Jim Beam, uh, Bud Buckets, 5 for $10. Just saw somebody walking down the uh, uh, the from the bar uh, just a couple of minutes ago with uh, two Bud Buckets. Uh, so how much is that? 10 bucks. Yeah, there you go. That. For one bucket. For one bucket, so it's $20. 20 bucks for 10 beers. How good Listen, is that? That just sounds like a good time. That just, uh, that sounds, I don't know whether the person was by themselves. <laughs> he is by himself, too. Yeah, yeah, so that's, uh, that's He's awesome. feeling it. That is one good time. There's oh, hockey oh, on there. right now. It's it's a fun time to be had by all. So we get are down at the uh, Oyo Hotel and Casino off Tropicana. When we come back, it's the play of the day, and then we'll get into hour number two of the VGK Insider Show. And reason for optimism and also our game rating, which will be probably the other end of the spectrum. It's uh, Fox Sports <laughs> Las Vegas. No chance to shoot for Stevenson centered. Eichel scores! It's time for the play of the day on the VGK Insider Show. Oh, choices. We have choices. Lots of choices. Uh, four goals scored yesterday by the Vegas Golden Knights as they equaled the entire offensive output from the first three games of the road trip. Huge, and it was so nice to be able to see uh, the Golden Knights uh, have a lead yesterday and be able to uh, play. It didn't have, last long, but uh, there was a couple of different elements of that game yesterday. And then being down 5-2, mm-hmm. made a game of it. Sure did. Whether you believe that's just a product of a team having a big lead and, and letting their foot out the gas uh, or, or not, they still they came back and made it a one-goal lead in the third period. So uh, with those four goals scored yesterday, I assume that today's play of the day comes from yesterday's game, Ryan? It sure does. It's the prettiest play, in my estimation, uh, from the Golden Knights game last night against the Columbus Blue Jackets, and it is Evgeny Dodonov's big-time goal. Stretch pass ahead. Here's Kolasar. Two on O. Centering try. Score! Kolasar got it out in front, and the Blue Jackets caught in transition, and the goal for Dodonov... That was huge. What a what a beautiful feed across from Keegan Kolasar and some finish, and that's two goals on the road trip for Dodonov, mm-hmm. who was ice cold going in. A little bit of traction here for Big Daddy. I like how positive you are. It, it was a really good play. It started from Alex Petrangelo kind of yeah. recognizing a bad change by the Columbus Blue Jackets. You get the puck to Keegan Kolasar, who was playing in his first game in Columbus. Of course, he was drafted by the Columbus Blue Jackets, never played a game in Columbus, so uh, give uh, kind of a big moment for Keegan Kolasar. as a great pass across, and Dodonov finishes off. So, uh, as far as plays go, a nice one there from the Golden Knights. And Pretty could good. we not call him Big Daddy? That's that's a terrible nickname, by the way. How about Daddy? Okay. No. Everybody else calls him Daddy. 
Chapman, this is this is my domain. You're encroaching <laughs> on it. I, I'm the one that hates nicknames. And no, I'm all right with gonna, nicknames. I just think that's a terrible Chapman, one. Chapman, when you when you've lost four games in a row, there are, are a lot of other things that you can just jump on and harp on. I'm not going to complain about Darren using a nickname. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> I don't know. Big Daddy, Daddy, no, no bueno for me. Daddy scores. Just just repeat that, Daddy, Daddy comes up big and now daddy and the family moving on to winnipeg to take on the jets tomorrow night weird schedule they play in winnipeg on back-to-back tuesdays <laughs> I'm just it, it means nothing but it's as i look at the schedule it's kind of strange uh, we are at the oil hotel and casino uh fox sports las vegas so with the vgk insider show underground lounge with drink specials Jim Beam, New Amsterdam, Bacardi, all for three dollars, and Bud buckets five for ten dollars. There's a table like just to my left. Yep. I got four of those buckets. The dude over there yep. with two buckets. Yep. We, we got a lot of happening and happy people going on. What you here. do at the underground lounge? And, and it's the place to be. Oil is just rolling right now. Yeah. Walking in, people everywhere. Uh, we'll be back with uh, hour number two. The game rating, and I'll tell you why. What I heard yesterday from the Vegas Golden Knight players during and after the game gives me great confidence that things are going to uh, turn around and go on the right side of the ledger with victories. VGK Insider Show and Fox Sports Las Vegas. Stay with us. Hour two's coming up.